0: Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed.
1: I was feeling this morning. I can guarantee you, no matter how bad you feel, no matter what's going on in your life, you don't feel as bad as the person who let a million dollars slip through their fingers <laughs> last night.
0: <laughs> the look on his face afterwards, they kept going back to him. Oh, for sure. And, and just doing. Like, I would have left. <laughs> At that point, who the hell cares? Oh, I would have committed an atrocity. There would have been a, a hate crime that went down. Uh, just doing just in his seat. Uh, I guess, like, he wasn't, I don't think, in the first row. Mm. It looked like, basically, when Judge came up, everyone was lining up along that first row. Uh, and it went just over the Jays' bullpen and... Uh, they say, like some are reporting in and out of his glove. I watched the mm. clip. It, it wasn't that close. Like, it was it may, If it ticked off the end of the glove, it was barely off right. the end of his glove. Did he reach down as far as he could possibly reach down? I don't know. If he was a little bit taller, mm. would he have a ball? Yeah, probably. Right. And that thing said to be worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, not good. Anyhow, it has been
1: accomplished and it got done in Toronto. We have uh, Aaron Judge on the line right now. Good morning, Aaron. How are you? Fine. <laughs> Boy, it must be exciting to have, uh, to have hit 61. Yeah. <laughs>
0: this is an interview with a sports star. Right.
1: Uh, what does it mean to the history of baseball?
0: It's pretty exciting. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Aaron, yeah. for that interview. Uh, no, hang on. You, you missed you miss so many elements that could have happened there. All right. Well, you do it. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, it, you know, it 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 feels great. Uh, I'm glad to get it over with, right. uh, but it's not about personal achievements. Uh, Trying to win for the team, give 110, and uh, and get the job done. It's uh, it's not over till uh, we're we're hoisting that trophy at the end.
1: I think you're making them sound too intelligent.
0: No, but it's just that they they're they're well know. briefed uh, by uh, by media personnel. But you're in your inflection, you gotta oh. g- you gotta give them more of a oh, caveman the, sound. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, doing it for the team. <laughs> it doesn't matter till we win it all. Don't forget one hundred and ten percent. Do one hundred and ten percent. That's the inflection you got to give them. Otherwise,
1: yes, like you're right. I did miss a lot. <laughs> I would say between the words you came up with and my uh, approach to, to it, right? Yes. Then we we we're somewhere we in hit it out of the park. Huh? It is a drag that uh, we're not far off of snow. Here in Canada, certainly in Toronto. But at least we don't have sharks swim in our streets as they do in Florida. Fort Myers' there's video of sharks actually swimming in flooded streets. That's fun. Yeah. That's a, that's a new level. Yeah. You know um, the storm has been big when a shark
0: swims by you. The uh, The fact that we're still sending reporters into hurricanes. Like, I'm not sure... Some are asking, I guess, for that assignment, or or, or I know so. that that's what's going to get them viral. Mm-hmm. But you look at it and go, "Holy cow!" And and then in the midst of it, there's sharks in the streets. There's uh, hotels where people are showing footage of like water coming up from the parking garage, yeah, and, and like completely the first floor underwater. And then uh, in the next like clip, you'll see there's a boat going by or a guy out on a jet ski. <laughs> like, <laughs> It is Florida. Oh, it's uh, crazy. When you know hashtag Florida D U H is trending. Yeah, it's Florida.
1: Maybe Ron DeSantis could turn to uh, Martha's Vineyard and ask if they could take some uh, of the uh, Floridians uh, there, as he did with the uh, with the people from Venezuela. Uh, anyhow, it's uh, yeah, it really is is a mess. Um, and you had mentioned weather uh, reporters. It's funny, you know, when the Weather Channel first. Uh, showed up on our television. I'm sure myself and others included thought, who the hell is going to sit and watch the Weather Channel? Right. You know, but I think certainly when moments like this happen, it gets a lot of eyes. Well, listen. When CNN
0: started, to, uh, people were like, yeah. "Well, who's going to watch news mm-hmm. twenty-four hours a day?" Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, in radio, like when for all, all news AM radio yeah. stations popped up, sports and networks, what, yeah. sports that,
0: that kind of thing. You like what, You want sports all day? People do. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: it does quite well. Anyhow, uh, yeah, that you were mentioning the Weather Channel guys or the weather reporters. And there's this one guy who I guess goes out in uh, in all sorts of storms. And he got hit by a flying tree branch while reporting. Uh, he was also getting angry at lightning. And uh, some guy got blown by him in his live shot. So he's doing his bit and you see some guy just blowing down
0: the street. It is it is pretty amazing when you see it that he can't stand up. mm like, literally fighting to stand against the wind.
1: How does a camera person do it then? Well,
0: they were tucked in, it looked like, in the, into, like, a, a storefront of a building. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I out of the wind a little bit. He was in the wind for the purpose of showing or demonstrating it. And when they do demonstrate it, it it's crazy. It's mm-hmm. like i like, demonstrating with a wine bottle and had it right over top of the glass, tipped it to pour it straight down, and the wind was blowing the wine so it couldn't hit the glass wow. from, like, About three, four inches away. Pretty amazing. Such a shame that's such a waste of wine. (laughs) I'd have him fired. I'd take him to HR.
1: Uh, You know it's bad in Florida when uh, waffle houses are closing. Supposedly 21 of them have closed. And they are notorious for staying open no matter what, supposedly. And uh, it is showing that some reporters, I guess, uh, when they're out there in the storm, their microphones get soaked and then they don't work properly. So they... Came up with the idea of putting condoms
0: over oh. them to keep them dry. That's a new use. So yeah, yeah, new use. Um, <laughs> I, I wonder. Uh, we don't deal with that here. We've had storm warnings. We've never had evacuation orders. I don't think. No, not certainly as of late. Um,
1: no, uh, the train accident in Mississauga. Uh, decades ago, right. evacuated people out of Mississauga. But right.
0: That wasn't a storm. But, I, you know, I, I, I wonder, in, in the climate that we are in, with social media and people's distrust of media and government and authority, whether or not they would listen anyway, or how many would listen. Because I think there's certainly an element, you look at you know Florida especially, there was an, evacu- order, an evacuation order placed, but... They couldn't remove people from their homes. Right. They were only suggesting it. Yeah. Uh, and it's the most that they could do. They could do the same here. But as we've seen over the last few years, suggesting you do something to help yourself or others mm-hmm. doesn't go the same way for all.
1: You no, know, even the mayor of uh, Fort Myers said, look, people are going to have to be patient. We told you to evacuate. If you didn't, this is what comes with it. But, you know, and, and I and I remember watching over the years other hurricane and tornadoes. Uh, hit uh, uh, the states and other places and then you see people sitting on their rooftops or they're stranded and you think well why the hell didn't you leave you heard it was coming and and when i when i had to stop and pause and think about it i say to myself would i leave Mm. am i one of those people who would go It'll be fine. Right. I'm not going through all the hassle of getting out of here. What are we going to take with us? Where are we going to go? What are we going to do? Now, we'll just ride it out.
0: We'll be fine. I'm I'm sure I'm one of those people. Right. It is amazing what we will tolerate or or how we will weigh the scale or change the scale based on what we want to do. Right. Like, uh, you know, in your house... Uh, if the temperature starts getting a little cold, like right away, mm. you know, hey, I don't care what it's going to cost, we we'll turn the heat on right. right now. Or if it's too hot, we we'll turn the air conditioning on right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you'll know, be told, well, a hurricane's coming and it's going to blow everything away. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, I don't care what it's going to cost. I we'll, We're going to live. We'll be fine. We'll. Uh, it's not going to kill us. Right. Odds are it's not going to.
1: So if we got word that a massive storm was blowing through Toronto, and they said to you, 48 hours from now, you best get the hell out. Would you pack up and go, or would you ride it out?
0: Uh, well, yeah, I would. I guess I would look into some options. Yeah. To see, you know, can I go to cottage country and spend some time there and and be all right, or are they going to get knocked out of power? Me, i got to worry about my sleep mask. Right, so.
1: right. Yeah, you need the power for that. Yeah. Like, Does I it just... not have a battery
0: backup? Of no. Sort? No way. But I wonder, you know, if we have to get a generator. Right. Um, but I, I wonder if there are those who would be like, you know, if they said, let's go, you have to go down to the Skydome mm. and, and seek shelter, we're going to pack everyone into there. People, people say, forget it. I'm not going to go sleep on a cot. Mm-hmm. I'll sleep in my bed and take my chances. I'll stay at the clover leaf. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they say, oh, you're,
1: you're exaggerating. Everything. Yes, I know. That's That's what a lot of us would think for sure. Anyhow, it's a a real disaster. We've seen it many times. We see it on the east coast of Canada right now, up and down the coastline. It seems kind of sexy to want to live on the water, doesn't it? (laughs) And then there's a reason why you don't want to as well. A Reddit group called Financial Independence has a weekly thread where frugal people share tips and hacks for saving money. I don't know how much money you're going to save with some of these. For example... They say, cut sponges in half. A full sponge feels like overkill. Now, if you go to any dollar store, a sponge is a dollar. Right. If you're that worried about saving 50 cents, (laughs) you've got bigger problems, I think. I like this one, though. This does make sense to uh, save money. Never buy the newest tech. A three-year-old iPhone is almost as good as a new one. Their rule is replace your tech, but
0: always stay three years behind. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but we want the, the latest and greatest, right? You're not going to save no money that way. Yeah. Yeah, we'll save money elsewhere.
1: When you go out to eat as a couple, split one meal. A lot of restaurant meals are too big anyway. If you need more food, split an appetizer too. I know we, we do that. We'll split apps We'll
0: split for apps serve. for sure. that's kind of what apps, to me, that's what apps are about. You, like, kind of pass them around, table apps.
1: You know what I I find now? I'm at uh, a stage in my life, and and the lovely Maria is luckily at the same stage as well. When we do go to restaurants, and if we go out for a nice meal, a lot of times we'll just order, like, two or three apps and just split those. Mm -hmm. Because just to get a massive steak sitting in front of me, is not all that appealing to me.
0: The scary part now is when you look at the venue, the app is what you'd expect the main course to cost? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
1: Well, restaurants figured out, right? That's what people were doing. There was a time that an app was half the price of an entree, Right. and then they went, "Whoa, look at what everybody's doing here!
0: They're <laughs> ordering an apps and not an entree." So hang on a second. All of a sudden, that that you know order of nachos, is, mm. uh, you know, we'll throw a couple extra things on it, or we get you some mushroom caps. Yeah, that's seventeen dollars. Yeah, that's right.
1: Um, switch back to bar soap. These are ways that frugal people save money. It's a lot cheaper than body wash and lasts longer. When was the last time you got into a shower and there was a bar of soap sitting there? And how gross is that always? <laughs> right. Even as a kid, I wouldn't
0: go near that. <laughs> even if It is soap. Like, even if it, how clean it is, it still feels weird. Huh?
1: Oh, sure. you When you were a kid and you'd get in the shower and you're, you know, when I was a kid, that's what we had. We had a bar of soap sitting in there. And I, and I look at it and I go, my dad just probably rubbed that on his junk. <laughs> I am not.
0: And God knows what my mother did with it. I'm
1: not touching it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Every now and then there would be remnants of that on Holy, there, too. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> gross. So no, gross. I to say, I think the water will just clean me off today. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Maybe that's how you started your process of using shampoo for my whole as body. your soap. Yeah. For your whole box. To this day.
1: Yeah. Although, when we were away on the weekend, the uh, the uh, hotel offered uh, uh, body wash. And, and I'm not one to normally use it. But I said, oh, it's here. I'll use it. So I squirted a bunch in my hand and rubbed it all over myself. It was lovely. It was a lovely little experience. And I thought to myself, I'm going to buy myself body wash. Yeah. And then I went to the store and saw the cost. And I forgot, oh, forget <laughs> it. Back to the shampoo. <laughs> um, this is something you did, certainly during COVID. And I guess um, it, it does save money. Order your groceries online, but pick them up. Yeah. Save please. on delivery fees. Okay. And you'll spend less on impulse purchases.
0: Definitely, as an impulse as a as a career impulse shopper. Yeah. And I found now like ordering online from local stores, mm-hmm. same kind of thing, it 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 uh it it does save. Mm. If you can, and, but it all depends on delivery fees too. Like right. If you to order and you, you pay delivery fees, my problem is I'll I'll add things to my order to get free delivery. <laughs> <See, laughs> right. <so> you're, you're, <laughs> well, because if you're gonna buy, so I say a lot of places are like free delivery at a hundred bucks. Right. And if I'm buying something that's worth seventy five, mm-hmm. and it's gonna cost me fifteen bucks in shipping. I was like, well, I might as well buy something that's $25 and get it. To me, I'm getting it for 10 bucks. But with the groceries, you're ordering locally, so you can exactly. pick that up. I can just go pick those up. Yeah. We don't do that now. But other things that you can order and pick up locally, I'll do that, too. Whatever keeps me out of the store from my bloody impulse shopping. It's
1: good that you know. We, we have to know about our, uh, our weaknesses. <laughs> uh, slow down when you're driving. Another way to uh, save some money? And don't gun it at stoplights. One person tested it, and they gained about 1.5 kilometers per liter just by not gunning it and uh, and slowing down a bit. Hey, if you have
0: the, like, digital readout on your uh, dash mm. of how much you're using, like, liters per kilometer, mine has that. Uh, like when you hit the gas, it shows oh, really? the revs. And it shows your liters per kilometer, the average, and how much they're going up. Um, it, I think it helps because I'll see that going. To some, it's like okay, this is like a race car now. It, I, it's a game to see how high you can get it going. For me, I'll look at it and go, all right, I could probably back off on that a little <laughs> yeah, bit.
1: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm pretty bad with the uh, the punching it off the lights. Uh, I, I I don't know why I do it because I'll hit it hard off the lights and then I'll I'll bring it back down. Right. It's just this need to get going quick, <laughs> get the hell out of the way. I'm going to make a statement here, and uh, I know it's going to be shocking. Um, testicle ultrasounds are not as sexy and fun as they sound. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you speak from experience, Steve? As of yesterday, I had my first and hopefully my Lively. last. Really? Yes. I had gone a couple of days ago for an ultrasound uh, down in my pelvic region, just checking on things. Okay. No real problem. I just wanted a woman to rub me. A strange woman to put put goo on my belly.
0: Well, I thought you were going to say, if you're going to get hooped, you might as well have the goo with it first. Well, you know, as you age, things crop up.
1: And it's funny, when you go to the doctor now, you know, when you're a young man or a young person and you're in your 20s or 30s even, teens, you go and you could have, you know, from the smallest thing to the largest thing, there's always a cure. We'll fix that. We'll get it right. right. No problem. Yeah. You reach about 45, 50 and onwards, and it's like, ah, there's not much we can do. <laughs> it's just a broken leg, doctor. <laughs> ah,
0: we're just going to put you out to pasture. It's over. We're going to put you A <laughs> uh,
1: nurse, can you get me the gun? We're just going to put him down now.
0: we having quality of life
1: discussions like, with you. It's just like, so am I living with this now? Yeah, there's, there's nothing we can do. Next. Anyhow, I had gone and had this one ultrasound. And then in the midst of the ultrasound, the uh, lady conducting it says, Oh, for some reason they didn't include a testicular
0: ultrasound. Right. And
1: I said, Good. I'm
0: glad they didn't. (laughs) Or maybe they just assumed your balls had been taken a long time ago.
1: (laughs) Call call my wife. She's she's got them in a mason jar on the mantle. (laughs) So... (laughs) If fellas, if you ever uh, have to go for one of these, um, first of all she goes, oh, it's it's no big issue, no big deal because there's no prep involved. And with with this other uh, ultrasound I had to have, much like a pregnant woman, and maybe they thought that was my problem, right. they thought I was pregnant. Um, you got to drink a lot of water so you can fill up the uh, the bladder and all of that. So right? it was
0: an ultrasound of your bladder.
1: It was my bladder and my prostate as well. But and they just. They did it all over my belly. Oh, really? They didn't have to get in there that deep. (laughs) Not as deep as Dr. Downer went.
0: (laughs) I would have thought the prostate would have been uh, insertion of some sort.
1: I think he's still there. (laughs) He's stuck to me. I'm walking around with him attached. Um, So, no, there wasn't. But with the testes ultrasound... Okay. Okay. First of all, you got to get in that stupid gown, which is always impossible to
0: tie up. <laughs> right. And I walk out of the dressing room, and so she just put room. it on backwards. At that point, I mean, there's.
1: Well, so I you, thought you
0: need the opening at the front anyway.
1: Well, I th- so she said, you know, uh, opening to the back, and then I thought, okay, well, maybe they're gonna have me lie on my stomach, and they're gonna, you know, do the ultrasound on the testes from the back.
0: Right. But
1: no, no, they, they had me. They, I came <laughs> walking out through uh, dozens
0: of people with a wide open. <laughs> a bunch of kids sitting there presenting a visual here that yeah. I don't need to so, have. So, and anyone with a coffee is likely spit it on their dashboard.
1: At one point, she had to come back in and say, Mr. Venn, are you okay? Because I was struggling. Like, it's like I'm putting on hockey gear. I can't <laughs> figure it out how anything attaches. <laughs> so I come out, and it's kind of half on and half off, and uh, I, I lie down on the table. It was on my back, and then there's this whole process where you've got to move your junk to one side, and she gives me a towel. She gives me one towel kind of over my junk, and then she gives me another towel, and she says, "Okay, now move your junk to the left." And I said, "I'm going to need more than one towel." <laughs> towel. I she gave you a
0: Kleenex it. and I ripped it in
1: half. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need the whole thing. <laughs> save, save this for the next guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's conserve the tissue, shall we? <laughs> the doily. Yeah. Uh, so,
1: uh, so yeah, and then. She squirts uh, that goo. It's cold. Uh-oh. It's cold on the testes. You
0: had thoughts, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Did it move? <laughs>
1: I was like, George, I was in the pool. It's cold. <laughs> Well, I for us, you know, listen. Having a strange woman rub stuff on your junk. Right. I'm a married man. I haven't even <laughs> rubbed on my junk in a long time. Right. I have to admit, I had to think taxes and grandma. Don't <laughs> oh, let this end. Don't oh, let this end. <laughs> And then, of course, a couple of times she has you take a deep breath and then push like you got to take a poop. Right. I thought, oh, my God, what if I do? What if I
0: mean more than the towel? Uh, with my luck, you would have been all laid out. And go, well, we'll have Steve come in to do this part.
1: <laughs> so, anyhow, we got through the whole process. I just kept staring up at the ceiling going, please let this end. Just kill me now. Just cut them off. Just, I don't need yeah. him. I don't want them anymore. I don't need him. I don't want them." <laughs> <laughs> So fellas, uh, look forward to that if your doctor ever uh, sends you for a <laughs> testicular ultrasound. It's it's so oh, much fun. There's no trap though.
0: No. Like they didn't require uh, uh, some scaping? No. Well, really? I'm already fully scaped. again, the visual
1: <laughs> Right down the hardware.
0: The... <laughs> here goes the rest of the copy. <laughs>
1: she looked and said, Are you in porn? Like what's going on here? <laughs>
0: This is like yeah. finding the berries in the forest. So I can't wait for Dr.
1: Downer to get the, uh, the uh, ultrasound back. I'm going to ask him to actually blow that picture up and frame it for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go, Lucky. Uh, great things to look forward to. Yeah, I just want to share it because okay. who knows, there might be a fellow out there waiting for his ultrasound. <laughs> if you want, I'll, I'll come and hold your hand. Human DNA and banana DNA are 50% identical.
0: (laughs) I know I'm much like a banana.
1: Which half? (laughs) (laughs) The uh, total weight of all the ants in the world is estimated to be around the same as the weight of all the people in the world.
0: Wow. Uh, Kate and I were talking about this last week. I think that someone estimated that there was like 4 quadrillion ants in the world, or like 2 million per person. Fake news! it's yes. That's not true. Who counted all those ants? <laughs> well, that was a tough. It was a long study. Yeah. You had to recount a couple of times.
1: Ants are a strange insect in that in the summertime, I'll sometimes look out, you know, my back window and I'll uh, look in the backyard and all of a sudden it looks like there's just a, a black carpet hmm. on my patio and then they disappear as quickly as they arrived. It's like one of the ants just goes, ah, screw it. There's nothing here. Follow me back down the hole.
0: I I find it awesome sometimes to watch them, and you see like the ones who are working, yeah. and carrying bits back into the colony. And, yeah, and th- th- it's just a parade of them. Literally, just uh, that's what they do. They're they're just workers.
1: Yeah, there's uh, and, and I think it was, and I don't know uh, the number now. I've forgotten, but as you mentioned, them carrying stuff back, they can carry like three times their weight no more or something. Than that. Yeah. yeah, it's it's huge. It's it's crazy. Uh, yeah, they're, they're brilliant. Uh, and, uh, are they unionized? <laughs> <laughs> no, they do things for the good of the colony. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so we, you're saying we can learn a lot from the ants?
0: Mm. Maybe. They all work together, you're saying. They have a common goal. Huh. Interesting. There's one ant who sits back in the colony. He's doing crypto. (laughs) Others are just barking orders. Yeah, he's yelling. Although they do subject to the Queen, so some some may have issues with that.
1: He's uh, he's saying we're all being uh, oppressed by the the leaders. Right. Yeah. Uh, J.D. Salinger had only written a little bit of The Catcher in the Rye when he went off to fight in World War II. But he loved what he had written so much that he carried the pages with him as he stormed the beach in Normandy. Oh, wow. And they didn't get wet. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> story can't be true.
1: Yeah. That's right. The boy whose exorcism was the inspiration behind The Exorcist grew up to be a NASA engineer. Really? His work contributed to the Apollo mission in the 60s. Was be based tough. on a true story? I guess so. Be tough to get a who would want to have hired him? After they find out who he is. Uh,
0: well, maybe maybe you don't put that part on the resume. Show
1: us your head spinning <laughs> trick. <laughs> and the, the vomiting of the pea soup. Oh. The M that's printed on each M M&M and M was originally black. It was changed to white after four years.
0: Yeah, a little tough to see, probably.
1: Racist? <laughs> 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 M&M's is
0: racist. <laughs> I'll never
1: eat them again.
0: <laughs> the baker's like, well, we kept the inside brown.
1: <laughs> Family Feud does all its surveys by telephone and asks each person about 30 to 40 questions. Really? I thought they just made all that up. Yeah. Well, they actually. I, I always was, was under the assumption that they, like, stop people in malls. Oh, okay. And ask them, you know, in the food court and uh one of your all time favorite shows, and one of mine as well twenty four the original plan for that show was gonna be a comedy about the day leading up to a wedding
0: Wow that changed didn't it no kidding huh yeah I I mean that would that probably would have been funny I just I don't think it had the drama to sustain waiting a week for the next episode yeah, yeah. right because that would like every episode was just, had that you know, cliffhanger moment.
1: It was so great for its time and what it did. And I wonder if uh what's his name was going to be the star of it at that point as well, yeah. yeah. Maybe not. Hmm. Because he hasn't done a lot of comedy, right? Comedy hasn't really been his no. thing. Jack Bauer. <laughs> one, of so the, good. one of the one of the all time great characters. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and, and Lucky. Lucky. Ninety four nine, The Rock.